What a 24 hours it's been here at UFC Fight Night Dublin. Simon Head here from the sun.co.uk and for the headline podcast. Uh, it's been a crazy 24 hours. Let's rewind to yesterday where we started off the day with the controversial release of a Reebok Island t-shirt. Now on the face of it, sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Unfortunately, the print that appeared on the front of said t-shirt uh, omitted Northern Ireland. So it was just the Republic of Ireland with Northern Ireland effectively uh, erased from the shot. Uh, the phrase that was used to mark it was um, show your territorial allegiance. That predictably went down like the uh, proverbial lead balloon with the Irish fight fans and it went down very badly indeed with uh, SBG head coach John Kavanagh who took to Twitter to uh, to publicly criticise Reebok's decision to release the t-shirt. What makes it story more interesting is the fact that only 24 hours prior to the launch of that t-shirt SBG and Reebok announced a partnership between themselves with uh, Reebok providing equipment and kit uh, as the official supplier to Straight Blast Gym so that put the, uh, the relationship on the rocks literally from the very first minute and um, it took it took uh, a message from uh, John Kavanagh demanding an apology and the t-shirt to be withdrawn from sale uh, to force Reebok into uh, to action. He threatened to basically uh, end the deal there and then Reebok acted swiftly, took the shirt down from the website and uh, issued an appropriate apology. That was the first story of the day. Now that's quite a big story in MMA circles, but that was by no means the biggest story of the day. The next big story to break was that of the co-main event announcement for UFC 195, which takes place on Saturday, January the 2nd next year. Uh, A heavyweight, what we can only think is a number one contender fight, a title eliminator if you like, between Stipe Miocic and Andre Arlovsky. Great matchup, absolutely superb matchup. Uh, fans in general, I think, will be relatively happy with the quality of the matchup. It's number three versus number four in the UFC heavyweight division. However, Miocic was supposed to fight this weekend at UFC Fight Night Dublin against Big Ben Rothwell and had to pull out of the fight due to injury. Rothwell is um, fit to fight, they couldn't get him a replacement. But Rothwell, being the fan-friendly kind of guy that he is, um, he made the trip anyway. He's here in Dublin. He's been meeting the fans. He's been uh, conversing with the media and has been uh, an all-round, all-round top bloke to deal with. Um, and it looks very much like he's been uh, he's been handed the duff hand here. He's effectively been frozen out. He's left out in the cold, while the man who had to pull out of the fight due, uh, due to injury, Stipe Miocic, has gone on to uh, bigger and better things than what looks like a number one contender fight. Uh, we spoke to Ben Rothwell today. He's obviously understandably very, very disappointed. All of the other top heavyweights are tied up in uh, in matchups. So he's basically left on the shelf at this point. Uh, he'll either have to take a fight with someone ranked below him, which obviously is a very dangerous thing to do if you're trying to get a UFC title shot. And uh, he's, he's now basically in a position where I think he's going to try and sit things out and hope that someone sustains a knock in training and has to withdraw from a fight so he can then step in and get himself back in that heavyweight championship uh, title conversation. Um, that's another big story. That's two big stories. The third story trumped all of that because what we had at the very end of the day, it must have been about half past 10, maybe even 11 o'clock um, last night, which was Wednesday night, we had the news that Joseph Duffy 
the headliner for uh, this very event, UFC Fight Night Dublin, was off the card. He's out. Uh, he'd sustained a mild concussion during training uh, in Canada before he flew over. Um, I assume he thought he'd be okay. Um, he took a whack to the head during sparring. He came over during his uh, medical assessment. Um, the doctors looked at him and said, uh, you've got a mild concussion. You're still showing the effects of a mild concussion. You're not fit to fight. We are not going to clear you to fight. Now, there is no regulatory body here in Ireland, so the UFC do that all themselves. So the UFC, um, they basically looked at it and said, well, there's no way we're going to we're going to run the risk of, uh, of, of putting uh, Joseph Duffy in any kind of um, long-term physical danger, and quite rightly so. They pulled him from the card. Dustin Poirier, his opponent, was then put in a quandary. He was offered a replacement fight with Norman Park, who's already on the card facing uh, Reza Madadi. But he's, he offered to step up and take that fight. Poirier talked it over with his team. And um, again, we spoke to him about it last night. And he really mulled it over. He felt, I think he felt quite guilty towards the fans. Uh, but he had to make a decision in the best interest of himself and his family and his career. And he took the decision, and the right one in my opinion, to turn down the fight with Norman Park and to continue on the path of trying to fight Joseph Duffy. And it sounds like the UFC are going to try and rearrange that fight. Poirier wants it to be on that January the 2nd card. Uh, in Las Vegas next year. That will put him on the same card as his ATT teammate, Robbie Lawler, who is main eventing that fight as he defends his UFC welterweight title against Carlos Condit. So that was a busy day. We had a big day, uh, an awful lot of news to deal with. Uh, a lot of people rewriting stuff, a lot of, uh, a lot of material having to go to waste. That's the way, that's the, way the cookie crumbles in, in, in the media. You know, you could be a football journalist and you could have your report all written and then it goes into stoppage time and a couple of late goals completely mess up your match report and you have to do it all over again. This is just one of the things that happens. Um, my thoughts are with Joe Duffy who misses out on uh, what would have been his coming out party really um, in, uh, in, in Dublin uh, with Dustin Poirier who was very much looking forward to this fight and fancied his chances strongly against Joe Duffy he was looking to uh, push his claims at £155 after two impressive wins having made the switch from featherweight um, and obviously I'm, you know, the, uh, I think the MMA community in general are feeling pretty sorry for, for Big Ben Rothwell right now um, who having spent a little bit of time with him this week has got so much respect for the man he, uh, he's, taking it, he's taking it on the chin and uh, you know, he's, he's largely helpless in all this and he's understandably annoyed um, but he's, try, he's trying not to uh, come across as too bitter he's doing his best to, to sort of ride, ride through the storm and hopefully we'll see him in a, in a meaningful heavyweight fight and giving himself every chance to gatecrash that championship scene at the UFC heavyweight division. Maybe end of this year, maybe early next year. Depends whether an opening opens up for him. Today is Thursday. I'm talking to you. It's about 25 past four in the afternoon. Uh, talking to you from the balcony of the, the Fighter Hotel. I'm overlooking the Three Arena right now, uh, which is the venue for the event. We had our media day, ultimate media day today. Obviously, uh, we had a couple of fighters less to deal with today, uh, what with the pullout of the, uh, the main event. Uh, but we got some good stuff. The superstar of the show for me, uh, as an Englishman, was Darren Till. Um, not that much is known about Darren. He based, he's based out in Brazil. He's a Muay Thai uh, fighter who's now transitioned into MMA. He's still very, very young in the sport. 
but um, he's a real character. He's someone who potentially the UFC could really hang their hat on in the UK and build him as a star. He's got he's got everything going for him. He's got a very very tough fight against another undefeated welterweight prospect, the Dane Nicholas Dalby. Dalby is the former Cage Warriors welterweight world champion, and. Uh, I think a win over Dalby in European circles really does mean something. Um, from a global perspective, not everybody knows about Dalby, so it might not elevate Darren Till's stock as much as perhaps it should. Uh, but that's a really, really tough fight uh, between two undefeated prospects. If Darren Till wins that fight, and especially if he wins it inside the distance, uh, England may be looking at a superstar on their hands. He's already gunning for the, uh, the UFC fight night card in London. And uh, he told me at Media Day today that he's the next big star. He's going to be the first Brit to hold UFC World Championship gold. Also on the card, we had uh, we had some great stuff from uh, from Reza Madadi. We had some good stuff from Norman Park, and uh, we had a good chat with most of the most of the boys and girls on the card. It was it was it was a good fun day, good buzz in the room, a lot of positivity among the fighters, despite the fact that the card has been depleted somewhat. It's a huge opportunity for the guys who are still on that card, and um, hopefully someone will step up and be a hero. I asked that very question to to another Englishman, Scott Askham, and he all but guaranteed to me that he's going to step up and uh, make a real name for himself this weekend. He takes on the pole, Christoph Jotko, in a middleweight bout. Uh, in, on, on the preliminary card, it's going to be it's going to be a fun event. I hope the fans. Uh, I understand that the fans have been offered um, refunds on the basis of the fact that they've they've lost their two top fights off the card. I don't know how many take ups have been with regard to that, but uh, you know the uh, the Irish fans and you know the fans here in Dublin in particular, they're known for making a legendary atmosphere. And with Paddy Houlihan, the the people's main event, now the actual main event. We should see something very special in terms of an atmosphere uh, as, as the fight card reaches a crescendo as Paddy Houlihan gets in there with Louis Smolka. That's pretty much it from me. Uh, I'm going to head back in and see if any of my, uh, any of my Wi-Fi uploads have actually completed. Um, it's one of, the, one of the, the bane of our lives as journalists is uh, upload speed. You record all this great video and it can take an age to upload. So fingers crossed some of that stuff will be appearing on the sun.co.uk slash UFC in the hours to come uh, please do check that out we have a live blog running on the site uh, throughout fight week and on fight night pulling in social media from the fighters from the official UFC accounts and from yours truly as well uh, Instagram pictures tweets bit of insight here bit of an interview clip there um, lots of stuff to check out there and that that's rolling on through uh, throughout fight week so please do check that out thesun.co.uk slash UFC that's about it from me uh, I'll I'll try and catch up with you again a little bit later in the week, uh, perhaps after the weigh-ins, and uh, I might well have a couple more of my uh, my travelling UFC media colleagues uh, joining me on the podcast a little bit later on as well. All right, until then, uh, take care. I'll speak soon.